I'm just really tired of everyone's opinions. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. We are back. It's season three. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm Steve Martin. I don't know. That's a stupid one. I never think about him beforehand. <laughs> and then it comes to the moment. I know. And I got like... Were, were you good at improv? I was so good at it, obviously, by, yeah. my, by Steve Martin. Steve Martin. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, should have said like... James L. Burroughs. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Pat, Pat Driscoll mm-hmm. from Queens, New York. Uh, what's up? We're back. We're back. We, we didn't did r- really have too much time off, but it's a very back to school vibe today. Season three. Yeah. Season three of Degrassi, The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Here we are. How did we make it this far? I don't know. Apparently, How are we going to make it through the rest? Apparently, people still think Ellie and Marco are dating. Yeah. That's one thing I took away. It was a throwaway moment. But yeah. Yeah. That's but, still going on. We haven't figured out Marco's gay. Yeah. Um, also, we see the official start of Crashly. Yes. It's not even mentioned. It just They're just in it. Yeah. They're, they're, just, just, in it. they're just in it. There's a kiss on the cheek. We see Sean's new uh, image. I don't even want to talk about Sean. It's so <laughs> fucking infuriating. And you know what? Sean looks so street. Here's the thing. I've been. I spent two seasons of the Degrassi mm-hmm. Every Episode Ever Marathon podcast mm-hmm. shitting on Sean. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. Mm-hmm. We've talked, but I've been critical of the actor Daniel Malcolm Jordan. Clark. Daniel Malcolm Jordan Clark. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I've been quit. I am. I don't think it's his fault. Okay. All right. Do you want to get? Can I just want me to get right into this? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just get All into right. it. There's a new open. Yes. There's a new open. We have a new intro, and it ends on the infamous Marco denim jacket. Uh huh. We have four new uh, regulars: mm-hmm. Stacy Farber, Stacy Mystician, Stacy Mystician, <laughs> Spike, because Spike was not in the, mm-hmm. in the intro, and then Adamo. Mm-hmm. So we got four new people, mm-hmm. and yet, even though this is a brand new intro, mm-hmm. we still have Sean about to fucking spray paint the school, and Dan Woods coming and pulling him away, as if Sean has ever done anything bad. Yeah, yeah. And he's got hoodies and hat and like hats, yeah. and he looks like a street tough. I'm not blaming the actor anymore. This is clearly, they have no idea. They don't understand what Sean is here for. Stacy Mystician. We, we know that Sean is going to do something wrong at some point. What is uh, Spike Christine Spike Nelson's real I name? I don't know. Ugh. I never knew it. I, we'll have to watch it again. I never knew it. <laughs> um, but this guy, Chris, too, this, uh, this fella, he's going oh, yeah. to be in. I, and he's like already new, but clearly not featured, you know? In well, he's intro. in the open, uh, but he's not, his name's not there. Mm-hmm. He's like sitting in the background when Emma does her thing in the open. Mm-hmm. So we've got a new open. We've got all, I'm st- I can't with this Sean. I do have a new character, a new most hated character. Ooh. Yep. I hate, I've got, I've, I'm now I'm on, I hate someone worse than Ashley and Sean. Well, I'm excited to find out. Do you want to tell me now or you want to wait? No, I'll, 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 I'll tell you later. Okay. So, so this is a, this is episodes, this is a two-parter. Oh yeah. We're yeah. like real in the thick of these two-parters and I'm finding it hard to watch 44 minutes of television oh, sometimes. So 38th and 39th. I don't, I feel like that can't be right. That feels too high. No, but maybe that is for right. the overall, yeah. I don't care. So 38th and 39th <laughs> episodes of Degrassi, but because of all the two-parters and all the shit, it's like the 33rd episode of Degrassi yeah. Next Generation. It's called Father Figure. Yeah, so... Father Figure is a George Michael song. We've already done George Michael. Yeah, and so I've got nothing to say. <laughs> I believe one or both of us picked... Fa- oh, no, I picked Freedom. You picked Father Figure. I picked Father Figure. I do like Father Figure. You know what song comes to mind, though? Not because it sounds anything like father figure but it's for some reason i always associated it and it came to mind when i was thinking about the fact that we're doing george michael again um is uh like a prayer i for some reason i think there's this like father religion something that i have like associated these two songs together 
You associated the song Father Figure with the song mm-hmm. Like a Prayer. Yes. I have no idea why. If you were like, I associate George Michael with Madonna, that would under, be understandable. Because I think it, that it was, yes, I think that it was just like that George Michael used to wear that little cross earring and then Madonna took oh, so much Catholic symbolism. Yeah, and so yeah. I just, and I think the father figure I took also as like religious father. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. yeah All right, so, good talk. Good, good talk. talk. So, so we don't have any music stuff. <laughs> no music What's to your talk second about? favorite George Michael song? <laughs> Freedom. Mine's probably Faith. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah, Faith, I could do without. I know, you said that last time. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's what do we do take. about the whole Wham? Well, George we should have been thing. picking Wham songs the first time. Yeah, the first time that was our mistake. Wham. So I guess, but it does. We're, we're past that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will be a... I do have to do that, though. <laughs> so we're back with another Emma episode. Big time Emma episode. It's like, it's what kind of leads me to believe that Emma is the main character of the show. Well, yeah, Emma, we always said that. We mm-hmm. said that originally, the mm-hmm. first season, we said it was Emma and Ashley. Yeah. Their respective grades, they were the stars. Mm-hmm. But then last season, it was just a mishmash of everybody. Yeah. And I mean, we're going to talk about a lot more, but I just got to say that. It's Emma being so Emma. Emma, like, being mad at her mom for not telling her something and then thinking that she knows everything that's I, right. I gotta be honest. Yeah. As I was watching this episode, so uh-huh. Emma's... We'll just jump right into it. Yeah, yeah. Spike doesn't tell Emma about her father. And Emma then finds out about her father, who is... I mean, she knows... Took acid she knows and has gone crazy. about him, but doesn't know... I right. mean, she knows who he is, but she doesn't know anything about him. So she kept, she's kept her father from her. And I was actually sitting here watching this episode and thinking, I don't know what Rachel's take on this is going to be. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't well, know I think who you'd it was be, kind mo- of, be mad at. I think that it was kind of dumb of um, Spike not to tell Emma by this point. But I also don't think that there's been a good timing to tell her as far as TV drama goes, because when we met her, it was just like she just started dating Snake. And then there's that whole Snake that sense. whole father figure. And then, you know, I will be oh. every time you say it, I'm going to say one of my favorite moments in this episode is when they're starting off the school year and they're all in class and they're getting uh, keys for their lockers. And Emma's name is written down as Emma Simpson. We're really getting all out of whack in this so far. No, no. Well, I mean, it's like, it's, it's right in the beginning. It's already, it's already happened, but, (laughs) um, and Emma is like up in arms about the fact that like, that's not her name. That's not her dad. And like, I mean, this has come up with her and snake before though. He's not her dad, but then he is her dad when she wants it. Well, the thing about this show is they often, um, tell stories and put a bow on those stories, and we think they're all settled, and then for some reason they're just not settled anymore. No, because no. Emma and Snake had made peace. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, for no reason, she's just like. I mean, again. I'm gonna I'm gonna read into this. I'm gonna say that it's because her mom's about to have a baby with Snake, and so she's jealous of the fact that she doesn't have her actual biological father around. Um, yeah. But well, he's <laughs> we'll get to him. Yeah, we'll get to that. But that uh, is an offensive performance. <laughs> like, unless he is mentally challenged, which I, I should have looked up. Yeah, I should look that up before I, I go on this rant. I just looked up that he was a different actor than the original actor. He is. He is a. Uh, he is a, a, a non-handicapped person. That okay. Plays him. I'll get into it later. But I will say that I agree with you about mm-hmm. the Spike thing. That's what I thought. I, I was questioning if maybe you would have been like Spike should have told her like way earlier. Well, I get why she didn't, but it's not like, I mean, at this point, Emma is in high school. Like she can, is capable well, of that information. Technically, she's just starting high school mm-hmm. on this day. <laughs> this actual this day. Is the fir- first and for day some reason, the first day of high school is also her mom's baby shower. Like, I know, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like, wait. That didn't make and any also, sense. why are you going to have a baby shower so late? Like, she could have gone into labor early. You never know. So we open up the episode. She's doing like a dr- snake is doing a spike. Fuck. I'm, those two, it's like, come on with the I, names. Yeah, they shouldn't have named them those things. Spike is like doing a drill because she's going to have a home birth. Mm hmm. Which, of course, she's going to have a home birth, right? That yeah. was the least and, surprising thing. Like, I don't, I mean, you know, I'm not going to get into it too much now, but Jesus Christ, the home birth is just a mattress in her living room. Like, I mean, I haven't been present for a home birth, but I thought it might be nicer than that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What was I expecting? What did you know? Don't they usually do it in, like, the bathtub? 
Or is that a different thing? Is that a different birth? I mean, yeah, bathtub birth. <laughs> what? A bathtub birth. They do that, and they do it in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. And they put like sometimes they do it in like a baby pool. Yeah, am I? Yeah. Cr- am, are you, are no, you no, 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 no. That's something that totally happens. And I thought that that's what kind of home birth she was gonna have was like in so the bathtub. So what kind of home birth does she have? She just she has there. it on a twin mattress in her living room. <laughs> she just lays there. That's how babies do come out. Do you think they then sleep and like <laughs> use that mattress to sleep on? I hope not. I hope it's wrapped in plastic if they're going to. Just imagine, oh, so much bodily fluid. Just sleeping every night in a pool of placenta. <laughs> Her placenta falls to the floor. Did the you... angel opens her eyes. Remember that song? Did you guys have anything to do with Max's <laughs> placenta? Yeah, Adrian it? ate it. You ate it, yeah. yeah she bit it in pills and ate them. Mm-hmm. She... <laughs> There was someone I went to grad she school did with. Not. There was someone I went to grad school with who took a year off, um, and so she wasn't just to eat placenta. No, no, she had a baby, with. so she was in the class above me, and then she took a year off, so she joined our class for the second year. And she, we had to do a presentation at the beginning of the school year every year about what your artwork was, and um, she explained about how she was going. She had planned on making placental artwork, but then didn't, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like 22. So why would you even, what, what's the point of bringing it up if you didn't do it? I don't know. I thought about this. I think about a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, I think about a lot of things. But she I was, thought about having pizza. She was the kind of person who told you what she was thinking all the time. Mm. So it made, that made sense in that realm. You didn't even uh, acknowledge what that I sang a part of Lightning Crash. Oh, no, no. I, I recognized great, it, but no, I was going to tell my story. Live. live. Ed Kowalczyk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are they song. up to these days? I don't know. They come on the radio because I listen to that serious 90s station. And I got to be honest with you, every single time a live song comes on, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Because those songs are bad. One of the <laughs> lines, there's uh, All Over You. Uh-huh. The first line of that song is, Our love is like water pinned down and abused for being strange. What does that fucking mean? <laughs> Because that's what, Wait, are we really you... making fun of water a lot? <laughs> Calling it strange? How do you pin down water? Like, tell well, me more. <laughs> maybe pinned down isn't the right word, but it's... It probably is. Maybe bin down? No, maybe. it's probably pinned down. That's like, literally, he just, like, took a bunch of words and, like, put them in a hat. And pulled them out of the hat. It was like, this is the fucking song. Yeah, this was like before the internet. Otherwise, I would say that he would have written it in one of those things where you just enter some words into like a totally, Mad Libs. Totally. Yeah. However, I fucking love that song. Yeah. So He had a very weird way of singing. It yeah. wasn't, his voice wasn't weird. It was just a weird way of singing. Those songs, those like five hits, they had a, that album had a lot of hits. So back to uh, Degrassi. Mm. So they, so it's the first day of school. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Like you said, uh, Ashley and Craig is, Crashly is full bore. Craig's wearing this t-shirt that my friend Mike Doria used to have, mm-hmm. this Nashville t-shirt. Oh, really? He had the same shirt? Same exact shirt my friend Mike Doria used to wear all the time. As soon as I saw it today, I was like, oh man, I remember that shirt. That's so funny. Where was it from? Uh, I believe it was from Urban Outfitters. Uh, that would be my guess. Because mm-hmm. where else do people get clothes from? Yeah, that's true. It was 2004. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean even I used to get close from Urban Outfitters now I'm old and I just get close from The Gap oh I've given up I think is yeah. that what it is you yeah. give up? You not give jeans up. I still get jeans from like Levi's oh I actually get jeans from The Gap but then I have like You've the thigh up. hole in all of them where the thigh that's any jeans that's all jeans split. if you wear yeah. jeans enough you get the thigh hole yeah and it's like that's so hard to fix that part and you I have my current it, pair of but jeans. It's like impossible. But then also if you patch it, like it has to match because otherwise people are going to be looking at your crotch all the time because they're like, why do you have different fabric there? It draws attention to it. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. You patch it on the inside or the outside? I guess the I outside. I don't know. Right? I'm not good at sewing. So <laughs> would have to be the outside. Yeah. Right? I think so. I don't know. I know someone who is like a denim expert, so I might ask her what she. That's fucking not a thing that anyone. Yeah. Well, she's a uh, tailor. Oh. She for like celebrities, Uh, but she's very good at denim stuff. Expertise is denim. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody's in school. They're all excited about who their new, who's going to be their new homeroom teacher. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a uh, snake. Mm-hmm. Or Miss Hatsulakis. Hatsulakis, as JT said it. And then uh, Spinner is happy he didn't get uh, Miss Kwan, who he calls the pain of his existence. <laughs> and then Miss Kwan says, it's Bane's. Uh, I'll see you again in ninth grade English because yeah. he failed English last year. Yeah, I mean, well, did he have his disc man last year? Was that the year before? That was two years. I don't even remember. Yeah. I just realized I dipped into the B story. Yeah, it's okay. Before we even... Should we just do the A story? Yeah, let's go back to Emma. Okay, go back to Emma. You tell me. Okay. So, where were we? Oh, I never got to say my bit that I was going to say before. So when they're getting um, lockers and stuff like that, um, Emma Simpson, who is not Emma Simpson, is so mad about the fact that they have her name on it. And even her mom didn't take... Mr. Simpson's last name and like, hello, has anyone heard of feminism? And it's like a very good Emma moment. She does say that's exactly what she says, right? Hel- yeah. Hello, feminism. Yeah. <laughs> Emma's the best. I love Emma. Yeah. So she is mad about how did they get, how did the name, how did she get Nate called Emma Simpson? Yeah. She goes so to then see she, Snake. And she's like pissed off at Snake immediately, even though he doesn't even know why she'd be mad. And it's like, well, there's like a new secretary and she does know that You're my he's daughter. exactly I'm so that, not your daughter. Uh, and it's back and forth. And then like she starts asking her mom about her dad again, and her mom says for like the eight millionth time, end of story. Like she's not gonna tell her stuff. She says end of story a lot. They also said sorry a lot. In this oh episode. my god, there were so many stories. Five times, five people. Well, it so wasn't five people. It was like the same two people were sorry a lot. Yeah. Um, just to go back, when Emma shows up to ask Snake about the last name mishap. Mm-hmm. He was painting the nursery and mm-hmm. singing. Mm-hmm. What was he wearing singing? Wearing a foreigner t-shirt. <laughs> which is pretty dope. And, all, and I was like, dude, you're like a sociopath. Like, who doesn't listen to music or listen to something? He's like, nothing's happening. He's just singing songs. Probably because they couldn't get the rights to something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they could have just like played his the dumb songs they wrote. Or like, he could have mm-hmm. been listening to mm-hmm. the Degrassi theme song. Yeah, that's true. If I do... <laughs> Did the song change with the intro, or is it the same song? I hadn't noticed any change. I gotta, I gotta pay more attention. Um, I was just so overwhelmed by the fact that it was a new intro that I couldn't even deal. Like, <laughs> Farbtown opens with Farbtown taking that, taking a picture with her camera. Yeah, it's a video camera. But... Craig was taking too many pictures. I was like, give it up, Craig. Yeah, Craig is like taking pictures. He's playing the guitar. He's just like too cool. So they have this, uh, they have a bachelorette, uh, bachelorette, a, a baby, baby shower, <laughs> wherein Caitlin immediately makes a fool of herself because she meets this person who she's never met before. Yeah. And who she's looks like, kind of like Manny, but not. She, I thought it was Manny. In the yeah, I, I did too. And, uh, and she says, oh, so you must know Joey to Caitlin. And Caitlin not being able to read the room. This is someone I haven't met. The only person she knows is Joey. She's probably dating Joey. Without realizing that, she just yeah. starts to go on and be like, I'm back in town now, so maybe Joey and I will get back together yeah. to a stranger. Stacy Mystician. 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 Mary Mystician. <laughs> so Yeah, you um, gotta remember your song so you remember her name. So that uh so that was stupid. So that's probably what I missed when I I missed that line. I just missed that. I was like, oh, it's like Joey Jeremiah's new girlfriend. Her name is Sydney. But I missed like what she actually said. Um, yeah, she was like announcing to the world that she was Joey's girlfriend. And Caitlin was like, oh, we were on again and off again and then off again. And now I'm back in town. So maybe, who knows? And then mm-hmm. Joey was like, I see you met. I don't remember what her name was. Sydney. Fariza. <laughs> what was the uh, what was the last one named? Vivica A. Fox. Yes, definitely. Vivian. <laughs> Joey Jeremiah really gets a lot of ladies. Yeah, he bangs a lot of ladies. Yeah. Do you think they were like, oh, this guy's gonna when he gets older he'll grow? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Emma is very interested in who her father. 
once. She's never yeah. met him. She saw him once. Yeah. So uh, apparently she's sleeping in the basement now in the house. Um, and so she gets up in the middle of the night and goes to look on Canada's people finder. Dog pile. Yeah. Dog pile. <laughs> to look up Shane McKay and figure out where he is. And all she remembers is that her mom took her to meet him when she was three and she thought that he was a doctor. They were in like some kind of medical place. Um, And so she is looking up like Dr. Shane McKay, Dr. S. McKay, and she finds a Dr. S. McKay. And so she convinces um, uh, Craig to go with her. She asks Sean first. Yeah, and Sean says no. (laughs) Sean has grade 10 uh, shop. Yeah, and he doesn't want to miss that. Because... As if do do Canadians always say the name of the grade the classes? Well, he's actually in ninth grade, so he's he's in the better shop. Check it out, I'm in grade ten shop. Exactly, because he's better at stuff than other kids. Either that, or there is no grade nine shop. I mean, I have a lot of questions about like how their school works, but grade ten shop. Yeah. Can I just say something really quick? Yeah. We're gonna barrel through both episodes, right? We're just gonna do Mm -hmm, a story through mm -hmm. both episodes. Exactly. Um, So she goes to find her dad, and the person that she found as Dr. S. McKay is, uh, she goes, oh, sorry, I forgot that she asked Craig, and then she's like, I thought you would understand not having a dad, and then Craig throws it back at her, well, at least you have a dad. Um, but Craig that is happens like, okay. Later. I mean, it does, but that I just love the dad. happens after they meet Shane McKay. The dad throwing back and forth. He, um, she does bring it up right away about the dad, him not having a dad. Yes. But, but Craig doesn't say that until after they've met Shane McKay. Yeah, and Emma wants to skip school in order to go meet. Yeah, just wait till school's over. Yeah, it's like not that hard. So she goes and she takes the train with Craig and like they have a wonderful old montage on the way to Well, you're missing one <laughs> to part. You're missing that they go to the wrong house and it's a... It's well, no, a, no, no, but they... Isn't that in Stouffville or is that later? No, 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 no. Stouffville, they go to the... Stoville is is when they see Shane they, McKay. Okay. So before that, they go to the African American man's house. Yes. Who has like a like a Elizabethan accent. <laughs> he was not her father. Yeah. So then she. Well, goes you also, home. I'm. You can't say he's African American because we're, oh, they're in African Canada. Canadian. Yeah. He might right. just be. You could just say Black Canadian. Afro Canadian. Yeah. Well, I mean. I don't. I don't know what I'm. <laughs> I mean, the point being that obviously he wasn't her father based on race. <laughs> I'm just here for like, let's talk about this. Yeah, you just you're very blunt, not very like. I don't know what we should say. Yeah. Yes, the the joke was yeah. clearly this black gentleman was not Emma's father. Yeah, exactly. Imagine it was. That would be an interesting twist. Yeah. Also, remember race in the early 2000s was approached very differently than it is now. Yes. Um, so they would not have done that, I don't think. Um, so, uh, so then they find out she. What happens is then Emma has Craig snoop around Snake's mm-hmm. alumni list because Snake's like the president of the alumni or something, mm-hmm. and that's where they find the Stoville address. Uh, okay. So they go. They're about to go to the Stoville address. At this point, I wrote down. In my notes, mm-hmm. it's so obvious what's going to happen here. Yeah. And then what happened here happened, and I wrote, and I'm wrong. I was positive <laughs> he was just going to be dead. I was, I don't remember. You were so you know, ready for him to be dead. I was 100% sure mm-hmm. that Adam McKay, what's his name? Shane McKay. <laughs> Adam McKay. Was going to be dead. <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't. Yeah. He had evidently taken a bunch of acid and jumped off a bridge. Or fell off, we don't know. And now... It's brain damage. He is a very offensive acting job by the actor who plays him, <laughs> channeling his I am Sam to the 10th degree. <laughs> it is offensive, the, the, the acting job. Mm-hmm. He's literally doing like when little kids like make fun of uh, handicapped people. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like the guy was doing. Yeah. I, I was having a hard time watching it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to do the impression of what yeah, he was yeah. sounding like. Maybe we should play it. Yeah. But it was bad. I thought yeah. it was awful. But I also don't know. I mean, I haven't spent a lot of time around people who are, like, severely brain damaged from a traumatic experience. So I can't. I have no idea, like, what you what to expect out of. I have a feeling that they're not 
like Sean Penn and I am Sam. That's what he was doing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I mean, this is like a local Canadian TV show, so. It's one of the most popular shows in Canada. Okay, fair. Regardless. But also the interesting thing, because I was looking up Shane um, to try to find out more about him from the original show, and um, it's a different actor who's playing him. They couldn't get the original guy back. This guy is like a low-rent Paul Bettany. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, like, not as good Paul Bettany. So, anyway, he's, like, uh, apparently, like, he's, like, OCD now on top of it. He's, like, rearranging a plate of food. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking, Emma, Emma goes to find him. And then he's saying how his daughter doesn't love him. Yeah. You look like my daughter. And she's, like, I am your daughter and I do love you. And then there's this whole thing. I don't even know. This was yeah. uncomfortable to me. And then... uh the woman who runs the insane asylum, I guess, that he lives at now. Uh, Assisted up- living. Yeah. <laughs> comes upstairs and makes him knit. Because mm-hmm. it calms him down. Honestly, knitting really calms me down. So I get it. I get Did that part. I thought that was some good. Everything that happens, like every time anybody takes any drug on this show, it's like the worst case scenario. I've never taken <coughs> any extreme drugs, if that makes sense. Extreme! <laughs> Try heroin! Maybe don't. Don't try heroin. <laughs> you want to get extreme? How about fentanyl? <laughs> <laughs> I'd see that band. <laughs> fentanyl? Hell yeah, you would. You definitely would. You'd love them. Uh, so they go to Stouffville. Oh, so then also Emma- Stouffville, Stouffville. <laughs> Why? When is, does Canada have silent Fs? Silent double Fs? I, guess, that- I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, because they do, call do it you Stouffville. spell? Do you spell like knife with like F F K? They might. F-E. They could F F K Stouffville. So they usher them out of the the insane asylum and they've <laughs> missed the last train it's like three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> there's no more trains yeah and so then i guess they call joey jeremiah well, this is when craig says at least uh, uh, at least you have a dad because mm-hmm. uh, and then he says from my count you have two talking yeah. about snake simpson yeah exactly archibald Rupert yeah. Simpson. and i mean let's be honest craig has joey jeremiah but i don't know if i want joey jeremiah to be my dad you keep saying, what's wrong with Joey Jeremiah? He I don't know. Picks him up. Joey Jeremiah comes and picks him up. At in a thing. fancy car. And he's so mad at them, and then they, he realizes why they're there. Like, why the hell would they be in Stouffville? Well, he doesn't know that, that Adam McKay is in Stouffville. <laughs> so, uh, oh, another thing of note is as Emma's being ushered out of the loony bin, mm-hmm. she says, write me, I'll write you to her dad. So mm-hmm. she gives the dad her address. Mm-hmm which is an important foreshadowing moment because then the dad's going to come there. Uh, Adam McKay is going to come to Snakes and Spike's house and throw CDs around. Yeah. It's a whole CD tower to throw around. But also, yeah, then when she gets home, like, Spike is so mad at her and isn't helpful. I, like, I hope that Spike gets better because I find her really irritating. For someone who's supposed to be like a badass, like hip lady, she doesn't ever. She's not very hip. No, she just like she had a t-shirt that said "Yummy Mummy" on it. (laughs) I feel like she was the best in the first episode of the first season, with like the whole Emma and Jordan on tree mail and everything. Like she was really great in that episode, and then everything she's been in since, she's so like one note. Well, and it's just essentially like. Emma wants to know something and she's not telling her something and then she's mad about it. I think there's also always a lot going on. Anytime you see Spike, she's like either getting married or having a baby. This is true. <laughs> so it's not like this we don't is get any true. nuance with Spike. Yeah, there is no nuance. It's always big swings. Mm-hmm. So that is what happens. They all go to school and Shane McKay shows up at Spike's house. Spike, yes. And is like... When did you? And then suddenly he's like coherent. Mm-hmm. When did you marry Snake? This could be us. Yeah, which is so weird. Then he starts throwing shit all over the place. Mm-hmm. He takes the phone from her. Mm-hmm. It was a little scary. Yep. 
Now you understand why she didn't want to tell Emma about him. Yeah. He's fucking knocking CDs over. He's breaking mirrors. Yeah. I mean, I think that all this stuff with like, like when you have a, a, a non-traditional family scenario. <laughs> so I was like, to put it lightly, like if you, if you don't know about your mom or your dad because of like who you live with, like whether you're adopted or whether like someone disappeared and the other parent doesn't want to talk about them or like it gets complicated. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I've been drinking this what beer. <laughs> First of all, you got two pillows up now on the microphones. I'm keeping when did all... the second pillow happen? <laughs> we got two pillows. It happened a while ago. You weren't paying attention, apparently. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. It is difficult when they don't know their parents. <laughs> Well, the I'm problem like, is, sorry, what we were talking about before, when is the right time to tell someone oh. about their, oh, that their sense. parent who is absent or if you're adopted, like your parents, your parent that you don't have present, like when, when is the time to tell a kid about that? I don't know. That's the great, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Look at this fucking low rent Paul Bettany coming in here. Yeah. How did he get from Stouffville to like? I don't know. I wrote that down. There's a lot of questions I have. How the fuck did he get out of Stouffville? Did he take a car? So he shows up from, I mean, he probably knew some knows how to I mean, like, the, the, thing, thing, if he's the thing that I was most annoyed about in this episode was the fact that Stouffville had two Fs in it and no one was acknowledging them. Stouffville obviously isn't that far. They get there in an afternoon. It's an hour. I looked it up. It's, it's oh, like an, really? It's a suburb of Toronto. But also like... You know, if you're Shane McKay. Yes. You might not know exactly where your ex-girlfriend lives, but you know she lives in the area. Yeah. Like you, you should go find her at any go time. Go to school and ask somebody. I mean, the yellow book, mm. right? Mm. Yellow pages. That's what it's called. The phone book the slash pages. the yellow pages. I don't know what they call it in Canada. They probably call it the yellow book in Canada. <laughs> Fucking Shane McKay. I so mean, he goes nuts. He starts breaking word, shit. Word to the wise kids, don't take LSD. Evidently, because it makes you, it's an extreme drug. Mm-hmm. And it makes you either jump off a bridge or fall off a bridge. We don't know. To also be fair, I'm pretty sure that Spike had Emma in eighth grade. No, she was 16, I thought. I was looking, reading stuff today, and oh. they she? said something about 13? eighth grade. Oh, Like really? 14, 13, 14. Really? Yeah. So, like, if you're <laughs> if you're a kid, I mean, we have to go back and watch the original Degrassi to find out all the details. But you know what? Maybe when we finish this podcast in 2038, mm-hmm. we can do that. We can go yeah. back and okay. watch the original. I wonder what the world will be like in 2038. It won't be here. It's yeah. Not be here. <laughs> We're, it won't be here long enough for us to finish this podcast. Mm-hmm. This, this yeah. Series. Yeah. So he comes from Stouffville. Leaving on a midnight train to Stouffville. <laughs> Leaving on a midnight train to Stouffville. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I love that montage on the train when Emma and Craig go They're to like Stouffville. They're taking pictures with pictures the of the conductor. The, yeah, I couldn't. I was like, First oh my of all, God. <laughs> the best thing about Craig is like supposed to be this photographer. He takes the shittiest, most like posed pictures. Oh, yeah. And he like takes them at really awkward moments, too. So Emma tries to call home because... Snake Spike. Fuck Snake. Spike. Uh, no, Snake oh, has okay. a talk with her about mm-hmm. I know you're mad at your mom, but you gotta understand she always had your best interest at heart. And then he throws her a quarter. <coughs> yeah, to tell her to Or call whatever her they're the called in Canada. Looney quarters. <laughs> Looney so <laughs> then he, she tries to call her and it's busy. Uh, uh, I can't think of anything better than Looney quarters. Um, because Shane is busy tearing the house apart. Yes. From limb. Yeah, he's throwing CD towers over. I was he's... like, oh, let's get a good look at what, what CDs they have. I know. Did you pause to see? No, I didn't. No. I didn't pause. Yeah. Um, Smashing pictures. He's listening to the baby. You know, women don't like it when you just hold their pregnant stomachs, by the way. When you hold their pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. May I hold your pregnancy? <laughs> if you want to, like, carry someone around, maybe. but <laughs> Yeah. So through all of the... Stress, mm-hmm. of course, Spike goes into labor. Mm-hmm. 
Of course. And then immediately, like, he's okay, the guy? Oh, no. Emma well, comes Emma comes home, and she sees that he's there, and she manages to kind of talk him down, and she threatens to never talk to him again if he doesn't let her get the phone to call Snake so that he can come home and help with the delivery. Um, and then she finds him some knitting because she knows that it calms him down, and her mom's been knitting throughout Very this. conveniently. We've never seen yeah. her knit. Oh, maybe we have. I think we didn't, well, in this episode, but no, like. I yeah. wonder if we had seen it before, if they were like plotting this the whole time. You yeah. Know, one day we're going to have mm-hmm. Acid Head come back and he's going to be knitting because it calms him down. So he calms down. She has the baby. Mm-hmm. Joey Jeremiah gets to tell Archie Simpson that his wife is in labor. Yeah, it was like very convenient that Joey Jeremiah was at school talking to Dan Woods. Dan Woods looked, he was. He had a clean shave look. Yeah, I can't. I'm not sure I like it. Oh, I think he looks good. Okay, you like it? Yeah, I think Dan Woods looked good. Um, When I was a kid, my dad had a mustache, and I was afraid of men that didn't have mustaches. Oh, you wouldn't have been afraid of my dad. He had one, too. Yeah. But then he shaved it when I was, like, in high school. Could you look at him? It was weird for a while. My dad shaved his mustache once when I was in high school, and I refused to look at him until he grew it back. It was like two months. That's a mature response. <laughs> I was like 16. I know. That's a very yeah. mature response. You know what? I'm not going to look at you, father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you went back in your room. I'm just a girl in the world. <laughs> that's all that you let me be. Yeah. Did you used to do that sing sing? Song? Oh, yeah. Of course. I, 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 uh, I think, as you know, I remember most famously dressing up like Green Day and singing. Um, along to uh, she, so much she of Dookie in, in my basement. Um, so uh, Archie Simpson finds out that his wife is pregnant while he is meeting with his insect club. His insect club, which of course has liberty, liberty in, it. in it. The insect club is like it was mentioned briefly in the first episode of this, but then really they showed comes, a picture of it. Comes into the folds it. in the second episode. I would watch a spinoff of just the insect, insect club. club. It would be much more they manageable. Done it would some, just like, be four of them. They should have done some mini episodes that's just Insect Club. The Insect Club <laughs> was like the precursor for the Big Bang Theory. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Liberty is fucking uh, she Jim is, Parsons. Yeah, she's See, Sheldon. What did I say? Yeah. Sheldon's certainly on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So is Liberty. So then uh, Shane, what's his name? Shane. McKay. Kerwin? McKay. Shane Kerwin. <laughs> he knits a hat or something. Yeah, he, he ends up like knitting the rest of the hat that uh, Spike had been working on and does a much better job at it. And then the lady from... Your mom's not good at knitting. That's what he says. <laughs> and that's how he fucking says yeah, it. I it know I shouldn't do like... that, but yeah. I'm literally mimicking the fucking actor who was literally like, man, I didn't know she was so bad at knitting. I couldn't fucking believe it. I just yeah. I did it. I don't care. Keep it. You can keep yeah. it there. Yeah. I'm talking about a character. You are, and you're saying it how he said it. Everybody was sorry. Everyone was so sorry in this episode. The B story, there's a lot of sorries, too. So then Emma gave her dad a picture that Craig had taken of the two of them. Mm-hmm. So there was peace in that. So that he could take it home with him, and the lady comes to collect him. <laughs> That's true. It's 100% true. It was like just short uh-huh. of like a dog catcher coming with a dog catcher net. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like we get some really nice close-ups of Spike's feet while she's in labor. She has bad feet tattoos. And, and a, a toe, toe ring. ring. <laughs> it's yeah. so great. Um, um, yeah, and then her the weird bed. home birth on the floor in the mattress. And then... Uh, the baby's name is Jack. Yeah. Um, and for the millionth time, we have to prove that Snake is an okay dad for Emma. Snake. Well, yeah. Jack, well, she says to Jack, you look just like our dad, mm-hmm. which I actually thought was very sweet. Mm-hmm. But this is like the second time we've done one of I these. Know. And then the Emma doula Snake takes things. a picture of them. And mm-hmm. for the first time in, I don't know how long, mm-hmm. we get a Linda Schuyler Stevenson over a smiling people who are yeah. happy. Yeah. Usually it's like Ashley brooding. <laughs> it's like, a, and it's also at like an awkward time after it's been like two beats too long. But this was like a perfect screenshot of the photo. Well, they took the picture and then Linda Schuyler Stevens. Yeah, exactly. I thought there was a lot going on in that. I, I don't know if we did a great job because we were, you know what it is? It's because we're excited to be back. Yeah. You know, we're excited to talk about 
all of our new friends and especially excited to talk about the B-Story. <laughs> oh my God. The B-Story is like one of my favorites. This is a good B story. I mean, it's like a it's a classic B story. It's about locker real estate. They, you know who is the fucking the the reigning titan of B stories? Yeah, it's fucking Spinner. Oh it's my like god, spinner. yes. It's he always is just spinner. like rules the roost over B stories. Mm-hmm. You need something? To, do you need some levity? Yeah, just get a Spinner B story in there. <laughs> so take us down this train. So. That's not a phrase. Take us down this train. <laughs> hey, could you take us down this so train? So this is the dining car. <laughs> and down here we have a restroom. And then if we step through here, this is the caboose. <laughs> caboose. I didn't Beavis want to go through head. the whole train. It would take a very long Beavis time. Beavis and Butthead would go, caboose. <laughs> Good thing we're not Beavis and Butthead commentating we on do a Degrassi. Beavis and Podcast. Also, yeah, we oh, forgot yeah, she about. She is having giving birth on a fucking twin bed. It's on the floor. Snake has that stupid camera. Um, so, B story, new school year, our tenth grade cohort. Um, we find out that Paige and Spinner have now been dating for almost four months, and there's yeah. that crucial four month anniversary yeah. that Spinner has to get the right present for Paige. But he's so poor. He's so poor. Which they don't even like. I thought this was going to end up being about how he felt so guilty because he's so poor, but mm-hmm. he, that didn't even come up. No, it just a couple he did times. say he was broke. Yeah, there was still some Jimmy, um, Jimmy Spinner mess <sighs> from the whole MP3 player stealing. From yeah, the they, I thought they made up. They like they said they made up. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought they did too, but there's like oh, a they over. laughed at the orange thing when you when he was all tan. Yeah, exactly. So they didn't physically say that. They didn't really make up. They just kind of started to, maybe. Um, (coughs) So so. uh, Spinner, because he doesn't have any money, Mm -hmm. decides he's going to try to trade to get Paige the best locker Mm -hmm. because her locker sucks. Mm -hmm. It's in a bad part of town. Yeah. I don't relate to this at all. Yeah, we didn't have... Like, our lockers were outside of our homerooms, and our homerooms were spread throughout the school. Same, yeah. So we didn't really have, like, there weren't, like, the lanes. Yeah. Like, the lanes of lockers where there's, like, red and yellow lockers. Like, we didn't have any of that shit. Hazel has, like, the best locker because it's right by the girls' room and, like, Mm -hmm. right by something else. Yeah, it's, like, the office. Like, how far do you have to walk to go to class? I have no idea. Must be a huge school. And it has good light and all these things. Like, there's so many weird things. The baby who played Jack, mm-hmm. you know, Emma's new brother, mm-hmm. is now 15? No. Probably, yeah, yeah 15. 15 yeah. It's actually, trick question, I, he died, the baby. I heard that baby died. The actor who played Jack. Really? No. <laughs> Jack Simpson. Why would you say that? Jack Simpson's dead. <laughs> Um, so Spinner's going to get, he's going to do all sorts of trades mm-hmm. to get this locker yeah. done. Cause he can't just straight up. It's the Hazel. only gift that he can give Paige somehow. So he's go, he goes, he, he t- talks about how he's playing Monopoly with his family mm-hmm. and he needed some park place or some shit and then somebody needed something else mm-hmm. and he traded around and he realized that that's how he's going to get the locker and he's calling it Operation Locker Storm. Oh my God. <laughs> Spinner is not the brightest. He's so stupid. He was also doing that thing where he was talking really slowly when he was talking to Paige at the end and I was just like, is he dumb or uh, is he just talk slowly? He might be dumb. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to tell you this. Mm-hmm. I'll, actually, I'll do it when we talk about our when we do our Instagram spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to trade around. He goes to Chris, our mm-hmm. new friend Chris, mm-hmm. who's a DJ, and he's like, "Do you want to trade with somebody? Because this is closer to this." And he goes, "Well, it would help me to be able to like move my records because I guess he was a DJ." Mm-hmm. And then Spinner saw that Chris was a fan of the famous DJ DJ Mad Bullets. <laughs> Was it bullets with an S or a Z? I, I missed remember. that. I don't know. But I did also write that down. <laughs> and he had a spe- special bootleg he could give Chris. Mm-hmm. And then he traded the locker. So all this trades are going on. Yeah. Hazel and agrees. also, like, I'm just impressed with, like, not only the whole scenario of, like, where a good locker goes or what what is appealing to people, but also, like, what people put into their lockers. Like, Jimmy has this insanely fancy lock 
and like Marco has this mirror that's attached that's like drilled straight, into it. Straight Marco. Yeah. I mean, how is anybody? How is how anyone does, think anybody he's straight? I mean, he he has to come out in this season sometime. Yeah, right? I would imagine it's coming up. Yeah. Soon. Um. So he finally gets Hazel to agree. And then he brings Paige to show her the locker that he got her for their four-month anniversary. And she's kind of an asshole about it. She's mm-hmm. like, not into it. She's like, well, what's in it, hun? He's like, <laughs> she no, starts I got saying, you the locker. I've never noticed her saying hun before, but I feel like she says hun a lot in she these two episodes. The she's, I didn't even notice if she said it more in this, but she says it a lot. Amanda Steptoe. Oh, yeah, Amanda that's, Steptoe. That's a... Uh, Amanda Steptoe Spike. and, and Stacy Mystician. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so as they're looking at the locker and Paige is being kind of not nice about the gift she sees Jimmy's locker and she's like mm-hmm. now that's mm-hmm. a locker yeah but Jimmy is not going to let Spinner have the locker oh no because he's still mad about the mp3 thing but then he asks him are you still mad about the mp3 thing and he says no mm-hmm. so he tells Spinner you can first of all I'm going to just tell you right now my least favorite most hated character on the show is fucking Jimmy Brooks. Yeah. He is an asshole. He's a real asshole in this. But you know what? He's got that real sly smile, no, too. Dude, oh, that he's smile a and fucking this. jerk. And I was thinking about it. I don't know what this scenario is that leads to him getting shot. Because uh-huh. I don't remember. Yeah. But I imagine it's that he's going to be an asshole to somebody. Yeah. Well, that's like also, that smile, I think, is like tied into the whole him being an asshole thing. And I saw that smile like a few times in these episodes and I was like, oh, right. Uh, you're getting really cocky. Yes. So he tells Spinner, he goes, you have no backbone. Mm-hmm. And he goes, if you just tell, say you have no backbone, I'll give you the locker. So Spinner says it. Yeah. And he goes, no, you have to say it in front of the whole school. And then, like, implies that he's, like, whipped by his girlfriend. And I'm like, dude, this coming from the guy who sat across Ashley while she sang a stupid song at you? Yeah. And while she, like, made out with another dude and you were so, like, up her ass Mm -hmm. at her house all the time because you didn't want to be in your cold house? Like, who the hell are you, Jimmy? Jimmy is, like, the man in the high tower. Yes. <laughs> up in his cold house, yeah. like, plotting all these crazy things. He's so much higher than everyone else because he's in an apartment building and not yeah. a house. <laughs> and he's so cold, though. He needs to get his <laughs> robes on him. <laughs> so many robes. He must have, like, six on at a time this, while he's know, ordering just... delivery pizza from the guy he knows. <laughs> right. We just, this is, like, the modern day, like, man of the high castle. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And his his robes are triple five soul sweatshirts. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? 120 Canadian dollars each. Loonies. Plus tax. Looney quarters. In shipping. Yeah. Um, so he tells Spinner to tell everyone he has no backbone. So they get into class. Coach Anderson Armstrong is teaching a class, a math class. And he's mm-hmm. like, Does anybody want to come up here and do the problem? And Spinner's sweating. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I can't believe I'm going to do this. Yeah. And he does it. He says, I have no backbone in front of the class. My girlfriend is has like my balls in her purse or some stupid bullshit like that. Yeah. And Jimmy's like, great, you can have the locker. And Paige is pissed. She is so embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you, you're, you, why would you do that? And then he starts going into the woe is me, like teenage boy thing of like, you, mu- mm-hmm. you hate me because I'm stupid and I didn't pass English and... Um, fucking. <laughs> and then Paige is like, no, I like you. You're great. And they kiss. Yeah. And Jimmy's like, oh, Wait. he does that. He does that. He does the, the, whip, whip, sound. the whip sound. And then Paige is like, oh, poor James. Just jealous that you have nobody to kiss. Mm-hmm. She was right. She's right. She's fucking right. He had no one to kiss. But does she end up with Jimmy's locker? That's my question. We don't really know. I don't know. Well, then before that, there's a whole thing where Dan Woods is yelling at Spinner because he can't switch around lockers. Oh, yes, you're right. <laughs> like, we do know. We do know. So no one got a locker. He's leaving on the 3 p.m. to Stouffville. That's what I should have said. <laughs> that's the last train. No last train out of Stouffville. No later train is the next line. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you're right. Dan Woods is like, you can't even have the lockers. <laughs> no. So all of this was for naught. Two episodes. Like, I'll give this credit. You remember last mm-hmm. time we had a two-parter and mm-hmm. like the B story was different from each episode to each episode? Yeah, this was like this a... This locker fucking thing lasted the whole episode, two episodes. 
I think it gave us a really nice opportunity to <coughs> see all the characters again, except for Terry, who um, I I looked ahead a little bit, and I know that this is her last season with us, uh, um, unfortunately. Evidently, she's known for uh, her... Playing lacrosse. Play- <laughs> in the open, she's playing lacrosse. I'm like, when did that happen? Yeah, I thought she was a plus-size model, and she was in PMS. Um, so she, we don't see, but we see everyone else. And so we get to see like all their, like their new hair that they have and their new outfits. And then there's a whole thing where like Ashley's hair is so much better. Thank God. Ashley's hair is a lot better. And so Ashley and Craig and Emma are talking and, uh, Emma's looking at an old yearbook to find, looking at a picture of her dad, Shane. And then there's a picture of Joey Jeremiah with hair and they're making all these hair comments and it was, oh, it's very good. So, they so we should talk quickly about. So Sean doesn't go with Emma. Mm-hmm. Craig does. Yes, and then we don't see Sean again. Do we feel? I I felt like there was a little bit of a brother sister thing with Emma and Craig because yeah. like, they both like have adopted best friends for dads. Yeah, exactly. I and liked it. I was into I, it. I think that it's like I mean because you saw that last season like. Emma used to babysit Craig's sister sometimes. Sure. So they have Angie. a like they have a family connection. Do they and after date? she got over the fact that Manny went on a date with right. him and not her, Do she did they didn't ever care. date? I don't think so. That's good. I'm into that. Yeah. Ryan Cooley was in this episode. I don't remember Ryan Cooley being in this episode very much. Or Jake there was a Goldsby. hot second about Spinner in the lockers with JT. Oh, right. And yeah. also Jake Goldsby asked him, which hot, which lady are you going to go after this year? Yeah. And he said, Ms. Hotzalakis or uh, like another old person. Yeah. Who was the other person? I don't remember. I don't remember. Not Miss Kwan. No, I don't think it was. Maybe it was Miss Kwan. Yeah, it was It was, was very definitely Miss Hotzalakos. Mm-hmm. You say hot salakus, I say hot salakus. Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah, I think we should call the whole thing off. The whole podcast? <laughs> we'll call her Miss Hot Sauce. <laughs> no, I'm not calling her that. So, um, are Once we her done? son comes on, we can just call her Peter's mom. Oh, Peter Hot Salakos. Yeah. He's a real piece of shit. He's a, oh, piece of work. I think you end up liking him a little bit. It becomes like, okay, but to, I don't remember. I think he I takes like upskirt photos. Yeah, he does videos. It's amazing that I like don't remember a lot. Like I thought her fa- Emma's father was 100% going to be dead, mm-hmm. but I remember that Peter Hatzalakis takes like upskirt pictures yeah. <laughs> or something like that. It's funny which things I remember. Like I honestly have no idea which episodes I watched and which I missed because yeah. I would just catch so many same, marathons same, same, and then same. just watch a bunch of them. Upskirt photos. Upskirt. It was a big thing for a while. Yeah, no one talks about that anymore. Well, I'm, yeah. I think we moved past it to upskirts. like more serious things. Well, yeah. You upskirts. know, the higher level of the upskirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the grabbing them by the pussy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I haven't heard about that. Yeah. Who would say would say such a thing? I mean, who no knows? collusion, evidently. Yeah. Though. By the time you all hear this, it'll be, have been Valentine's Day. So yeah. happy Valentine's Day. Happy, happy early Valentine's Day. In that spirit. Cheers. Cheers, but Cheers. also, who's your favorite Degrassi couple? Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. But also, I do want to say it's also my son's birthday, so happy my son's birthday is also. Oh, yeah, birthday. happy second birthday to my Max. My favorite, so it has to be current. They don't have to be dating as of this episode. Nope, only they two can couples. date at any point. Oh, of all time, are you yeah. saying? That I can remember? That you can remember. I remember really liking when Spinner and Emma get together and get married at the end. Really? But I don't know that I'll like it this time around. Yeah. Your favorite is Craig and Ashley. Yeah, it obviously. is Craig and Ashley. My all-time favorite. But I'm, I got to get ready for the Crashly to crash and burn and then for them to get back together again. I don't really remember. You know who's a good couple is Liberty and JT, but what ends up happening is JT is brutally murdered outside of the school <laughs> after they have a baby. Although I don't think yeah. that she's had the baby yet. Yeah, no. she has. She has. She has? I believe so. I yeah. can't believe we're going to get from Liberty being a member of the insect club to Liberty being a teenage mom. Teenage mother. <laughs> I just don't see how we're going to hit that. And then her <laughs> significant, well, he's not her significant other at that point because he's then with Mia, played by Vampire Diaries' is Nia, Nina Dobrev. Really? Yeah. He dated her? Who is also a mother on the show. Really? There, are, I remember a lot of a lot so of so many teenage pregnancies. She plays them. Yeah, she's already a mom. So we th- that's our favorite couples. 
Yeah. In the spirit of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I like that I thought you were trying to cheers me and you were like just going to ask me a question. <laughs> But you were trying to Cheers show friendship was fine. towards you. I mean, I also am showing friendship towards you. Um, so this episode is a two-part episode. Mm-hmm. How much do you think it went there? Um, I didn't even write down. <laughs> I never write that down. Okay, you don't. Okay, so that makes me feel better. Because I like, I didn't write down anything because I was like, I have to think about this a little bit. Um, but you take this way too seriously. I know. I I put a lot of stock in how I rate these because I know that the broomheads are listening. I owe a lot to a lot of people. Um, the, <laughs> the locker part does not go there, period. Um, the, it would have went there if at the end Spinner was like, you know, I can't afford gifts because I'm so poor. Yeah. And it would have been about economic disparity. Like, you were so moved exactly, by that Exactly, exactly. And then everything in the A story, like, you know, trying to find your, your birth dad and then finding out that he's been through this horrible thing. <laughs> and and he's suddenly a fucking... And that he's know, a terrible actor. And, like, you know, I was like, it's maybe a three. It's not... Well, I mean, the thing is, like, the only thing... He that would give it a like higher, hostage. yeah, that, that's the only thing that would hold it a little bit higher, but it's so tame of a holding hostage. I, he's, are you kidding me? He's throwing everything around. He's taking the phone from her. Uh-huh. He's like, you get out the phone. She's pregnant. Yeah. I don't know that I, I, we've given justice to how okay. violent it is. He's throwing, he's taking pictures and breaking the glass. Yeah. That's scary. A four maybe then. You don't know this guy's a lunatic. <laughs> you haven't seen him in a decade. Yeah. Suddenly he's in your house breaking shit and saying, it could have been me. I could be mm-hmm. the father of your child. He's mm-hmm. listening to her pregnancy. Yeah. Holding her pregnancy. Yeah, he's holding her holding. pregnancy. <laughs> I say at least a five. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with a four. He could, what if he killed He could have killed her. He could have killed her. He didn't. And yeah. then he was like placated by a I don't set think of knitting that he, needles. I don't think he would have killed her. Um... I think it's like, I I don't know. I think it's like a misunderstanding of mental health. Oh, completely. It's completely. 100% of the TV show is. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, (laughs) like what they're showing you is she doesn't know him. Mm -hmm. No, she doesn't. But, and I'm sure that she's afraid. I don't, I don't discount that. If we go back and you picked the fucking... Car stealing episode. <laughs> I will not harp on that until until we're dead. I think I gave that less. I can give it a five if you want me to give no, it a I five. No, I don't care what you give like... it. I'm giving it a five. Okay. I'm giving it a low a five, which I think could even be a six, to be fair. Yeah. But I'm gonna give it a five. Yummy mummy. Look, he's like, look at he's literally like attacking her. We have this on right now. Yeah, in the we background, have the show. And we're actually he, at that look, part. And she's like, no, I'm gonna have going into labor mm-hmm. because I'm so stressed by this attack. Okay, I gave the car stealing one a four, so I have to give this a five. Yeah, you have to. This is look at him. Now he's kicking more shit over. This is insane. I don't know. Something about it went so quickly, well, and I was just it's like, also because yeah. the fucking performance is so goofy. Yeah, that that's. I think that's getting. the other part. Yeah, like he's not menacing because he's like. And he's also wearing like a shirt with a sweater vest over it. It doesn't look like someone who's gonna harm her. Yummy mummy. I'm gonna give it a six. He's yelling in her face. Yeah. He is placated by a pair of knitting needles, I will say. So that's like <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. All right. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun because we got to watch it in real time while we talked about it. He's kicking yeah. everything over. Can I borrow your pen so I can write down my rating? Yeah. Look what I'm doing now. The broomheads will love this. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my MVPs. Oh. I'm writing them in the back so I ha- I'll have, you have them a... all yeah. for at the end of the season. So, Rachel. I don't want to who... go first. Oh, okay. Ask me then. Yeah. So, Pat. <laughs> Who is your most valuable Degrassian? Um, I went. Did you do you not have your answer yet? I'm figuring it out. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I go. Go ahead. I was like leaning towards Snake because I always lean towards Snake because he's so comical to me. But then I was like, I don't want to pick Snake again. In that, wearing that foreigner T-shirt. Yeah, I was like, I'm not sure I want to pick Snake again. So I that's why I was like, let me think this over. But I'm not sure that anyone else is. Uh, Doing it for me. Well, sometimes I'm eating cashews. Sometimes, sometimes. I pick fucking Adam McKay. Um, 
Shane. Shane McKay. The butterfly. Adam McKay, that movie Vice, that Dick Cheney movie, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Really? I didn't see it. I hated it. I hated The Big Short, too. I didn't hate The Big Short, but I didn't love it. Um, it's all fast whiz bang. Yeah. Like, makes it all look cool. And by the way, the Dick Cheney movie, he can talk all he wants about how this is like an anti-Dick Cheney movie, but it is fucking not. It is completely like, look at how cool this shit is that this guy did. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not necessarily displayed that way, the way it's cut, the music, the Scorsese-ness of it yeah, all, because yeah. everybody just fucking rips off Scorsese. Mm-hmm. It makes you like, even if you don't root for him, you're still like in in there with him. Mm-hmm. And then he does something at the very end to make you turn on him, but even then it's too late. Anyway, um, I I think sometimes your MVP does not have to be the character you like the most or the character who does the best thing. Mm-hmm. It has to be the character that most represents the episode. Okay. So with that in mind, I'm going to pick Emma. And I don't mm-hmm. always just pick whose episode it is. It's mm-hmm. very clearly an Emma episode. Mm-hmm. I just think that everybody, Emma does a lot. She does a lot in this. She goes yeah. to Stouffville. Yeah, you know? she goes to Stofel. She takes the 3 p.m. train to Stofel. She can't get back home. <laughs> she learns this huge, like, as far as, like, implications for future, she learns this huge thing about her father. Yeah. She goes and finds out about it. She knows enough to give the knitting needles to him so he stops breaking CDs. Yeah. And then is happy and calls uh, Snake her dad again. Yeah. So I picked Emma. Yeah, in a similar vein... I picked Snake because he's like the opposite side of that. So you are picking Snake. Yeah. Her mom is not uh, the opposite side of that because her mom is like half involved. It's really about like her and Snake's relationship. The show spends more time cultivating that relationship. Yeah. Which which makes sense because it's new. Yeah, exactly. And like Snake painting the room with paint all over him, singing a song in a foreigner shirt, and then like... The insect club, dear Lord, the insect club and everything with that. And then he just kind of like he he has the meaningful talks with Emma, not not Spike. Yeah, which I think is nice because I'm sure so many of them have come from Spike. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say uh, honorable mention Caitlin for fucking not realizing that was Joey's being so stupid. We should do who's the stupidest Degrassian every week. Um, mine might be Spinner. Well, it could the- <laughs> also be Spinner, but you got to see the scene. I feel like yeah, you didn't I got to really watch it. it again. Yeah, she was like, "I'm gonna show it to you after this." Yeah, song. please. It was so bad. I literally wrote down, "Caitlin, read the fucking." How dumb are you? Um, so you're picking Snake. Yes. Who just had a baby, Jack yeah. Simpson. Jack Simpson. I pick Emma Nelson. Nelson. Simpson. Do you yeah. think she'll change her name to Emma Nelson? No, I think Simpson. she's just gonna go with Nelson. All right. Uh, Emma Nelson. Emma Simpson. Nelson Mason eventually. Oh yeah. Oh no, she's not gonna change her name. Yeah, no. Mason. Hello, feminism. Yeah, hello, feminism. I love that moment. I was like, this is so me. That's another reason <laughs> I like Emma to pick Emma for my favorite. Uh-huh. I really do like Emma. I do, too. She's one of, if not my favorite characters. Yeah, I think so, too. I agree. She is But always... she's got to date that bad boy Sean for a while. Uh, so. he's not, there is nothing bad about him. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm saying they're saying that he's bad. They're not even saying that. They just They're like showing show him. it in the open. Yeah. And well, they now put he's a got now he's got this him. big hoodie on and uh, <laughs> he's bandana. Got, like, he must be borrowing Spinner's old clothes. Oh yeah, hundred and twenty dollar <laughs> sweatshirts. Triple five sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel. Yes. Did you check out any of the Degrassi cats Instagrams over these last couple of weeks that we haven't seen each other? I have, but I already haven't remember. I can't remember any good posts. Um. So. I don't know if you saw this on Instagram. I saw this on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Shane Kipple plays Spinner. Yes. He is part of an app where you can pay people money mm-hmm. and they'll send personal messages to other people. Oh. Now, I almost paid $20 to have Shane Kipple send you a message last week. Oh, I man, got, and you did it. I didn't do it. <gasps> I didn't pull the trigger, and I knew I don't know what I was going to have him say. Uh-huh. I was going to have him say, "Congratulations on completing the second season of the <laughs> podcast." But I got cold feet, and like I'm looking on this app, and there's like a lot of people on it, like uh-huh. a lot of famous people, oh. and some of like Brett Favre. You, you pay like a thousand dollars, and he'll send a greeting. Shane Kipple was twenty dollars. Hey, I'm just going to say, even though it's not a surprise, doesn't mean you can't do it at some point. When you have something that you want Shane Kipple to tell me. 
I really, I don't know why I got cold feet on doing it. I like was in the app. I was going to do it. But uh-huh. then I was like, it's weird. Like, am I trying too hard? Like, to, cause is it going to seem like I wanted to do the podcast? Yeah. I felt weird about it. No, I think it's really funny though. I think you should consider it. All right. I'll consider it. <laughs> so, there might be a moment where something comes up with Spinner that we need to talk about. <laughs> Is it a, is it a, does he leave a voicemail or is it a text? No, he sends up, he makes a video. And he sends it to you? I believe he sends it to me and then I would send it to you from. Okay. Some kind of deal like that. Oh my God. Could we post it on Instagram? I'm sure we do whatever the fuck we want. (laughs) I probably shouldn't have said anything and just done it, but I was like, I don't know. I, it wasn't, I just got weird. I was like, ah. Mm -hmm. Bring up the podcast of the guy. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, is that how we finish the episode? I forget. Is that how we finish the show? Yeah, that's it. That's Next our show. So Next week's going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. <coughs> nice to have you back, everybody. Yeah, we're, we're happy to be here again, even though we were barely gone. I hope you enjoyed the yearbook. Great response to the yearbook. People mm-hmm. seem to enjoy it. Yeah. That was a fun one. Mm-hmm. We had fun doing it. We had a lot of fun doing it. We had fun doing it. We had fun doing all of them. Mm-hmm. You should know that. Also true. That's also true. Tenacious D. <laughs> Remember when I was singing live earlier? Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't forget it yet. That was fun. Not yet. Live. Yeah, so that's that's In our episode. Um, this season is going to be an intense one. A woman she's been waiting for. I feel like there's a lot of memorable episodes in this season. The angel opens her eyes. And I can't wait for it. Pale blue colored eyes. <laughs> Thank you for going. So listeners. <laughs> Rachel knew I, I made a move for her to keep going so I could continue to sing that song. So, um, so to all of our lovely listeners. You said the abortion episode is in this season. It's in this season. Great. Um, if anyone wants us to do a live episode. So wait, Craig cheats on Ashley and gets Manny pregnant? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that feels very soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. And if you guys can all just rate, review, and subscribe. And when I say guys, I mean men and women. You shouldn't gender your I shouldn't like, gender my terms. words. I learned that on the new season of One Day at a Time. What's One Day at a Time? It's a Netflix show. I don't it's even like one know. One of it. my favorite shows. It's hilariously know. funny. I don't know it. It's like the remember the old show One Day at a Time, the seventies show. No. With Schneider. No. Oh. Anne Romano. No. Oh my goodness. Well, I don't know it re- at all. It's a Norman Lear show. There's a remake with Rita Moreno, and it's tremendously funny. Oh, okay. And heartwarming. It makes you cry. It makes you laugh. It does the whole nine. You should watch it because it could get canceled. Oh, okay. Everybody, if you're not watching One Day at a Time, it's probably the best show on TV. Okay. <clears throat> I'm still sick, by the way. Oh, my God. You're never going to get better. No, I'm like just sick for the, for the foreseeable future. One I'm of these days. Dying. So if Pat dies next week, who do you guys want me to host with? Yeah, write us, write it in. Write us an email, everyepisodever at gmail.com. You should do it with Pete because he's never seen the show. He doesn't want to ever see the show, mm-hmm. but you could do it with him as like someone who's never seen the show. Oh yeah, I could just tell him what happens. Oh, that's true. You could just like <laughs> write notes and then he could talk about it based on his knowledge of, of the my understanding. What we yeah, said yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So, on yeah, that note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that note, we'll see you next week. Everybody listen to Throwing Copper by Live. It's a great album. A lot of great songs <laughs> on there. All right, y'all. All right, bye. Live it up.